0: Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Revolution Running. Join world-renowned running guru, Dr. Jason Karp, on one of his workshops or certifications, and learn winning training methods to improve physiological factors of running fitness and performance, and distinguish yourself as a running expert. Dr. Karp has written books such as Running for Women,
1: Run Your Fat Off, and The Inner Runner. And brought to you by Evolve Health. Evolve Health offers a full line of nutrition and supplement products for athletes and those seeking better health.
0: And if that's not enough, we are also brought to you by 361. Get the best in athletic performance, cross training, running sneakers, men and
1: women's fitness, gear, and apparel. For codes and promos, go to 2 fitcraziescom and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page.
0: This is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two Fit Crazes. And
1: the microphone. We
0: are where it's at. Brian, we are upon podcast twenty-eight. How are you feeling?
1: Dun dun dun. I'm feeling good. Fantastic.
0: Awesome. As always. As always. You could have like missing limb. He's feeling great.
1: Maybe a flesh wound. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, we just came off of 27, which was Shane Bernard, That was the creator of Urban Kick. I hope you get a chance to listen to that if you haven't yet. Who, um, super intelligent, amazing girl, great story, who left law school, left being a lawyer, still paying her bar dues.
1: Just in case. Just
0: in case, you know, but she's like, mm. she's just awesome, a fireball of energy. And uh, please check that out. Check out Urban Kick great program and uh, just she's a great message same yeah. message you know all of our other and fun heavy hitter fitness pros to have fun to make it you know to make it something that that works for you and going at your level and getting away from really killing yourself and just doing something that that is that works for your life your lifestyle so
1: yeah it's pretty amazing yeah it was it was great i mean she's uh, definitely a firecracker like you said and uh you know she's created this this uh, movement of uh, kickboxing type workout, and it's you know it's got Flavor Flav, uh, you know routines named after Flavor Flav and Jackie Chan. So how could you go wrong?
0: I love it. The Terminator. The only thing better would be like if you had you know Busta Rhymes and DMX names or Two Fit Crazies. Right, but I mean, other than that, and hopefully, hopefully, Shane, if you're out there, we're requesting that maybe those be future moves. So. That was a put
1: down to Flavor Flav. I feel when you want Busta Rhymes, DMX, right?
0: No. I want to LL Cool J. Flavor's got his own corner of the room. Give me a Marky room. Mark. Oh, oh, Give mark. me a Biggie. Yeah. So. How about a
1: Marvin Taylor.
0: How about it? How about um,
1: episode episode twenty eight? Marvin Taylor, who is the, the one heck we is got Marvin Taylor? Brian, tell us. Marvin is a is a is an old friend, and he is uh, he's a he's a very good dude. He's he's very much in touch. He's constantly involving, uh, and unfolding. He's. Um, He's a fellow that has become a master certified success coach and one of the things that he works with is a program called The One Thing which was uh, created by Gary Keller of Keller Williams fame, real estate fame and it's one of the training programs that they use and, uh, and it's something that uh, is, it can, be, can translate into many areas of life, one of them including you know health and fitness. And uh, it's an interesting conversation. Uh, Marvin is is a, is a good guy, and he knows a lot. He's another uh, retired, quote-unquote, uh, lawyer. Two in a row, we have people that left the legal practice to pursue uh, other passions. A lot of
0: quitters, including myself <laughs> and, and, and you. And me. It's, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a quitter, and here's why it's okay to quit. We should
1: call it like the rehab yeah. podcast, right? We, it
0: pretty much is. Give us your broke – it's like the Ellis Island theme. Exactly.
1: You know? So it's uh, you know a good conversation. He works with a lot. He works with kids in inner cities. Uh, he works uh, he works with um, uh, speaking, and, and he's a success, a success coach. And a, a, <laughs> so, uh, come again, he's a success coach, and uh, you know we'll let you listen to uh, to find out more about it. Episode twenty eight. We hope you enjoy. it. Peace. Thank <music> you.
0: Christine Conte and I'm Brian
1: Prendergast and
0: we are two fit crazies and a
1: microphone we
0: are where It at Brian how you doing today <laughs>
1: fantastic
0: every day every day he could have like a limb blown off and he's like it's <laughs> fantastic
1: Mama cooked the breakfast with no hog oh my gosh <laughs> today was a good day
0: always always <laughs> so we are I can't make
1: gun jokes anymore I was gonna yeah that's use um, my we're AK, gonna but... I know we're
0: gonna just. Sh- you know, it's all right. We get, it was it was meant to be good. I, I got it. Podcast sponsored totally. by the National Rifle Association. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who was that? And oh that my gosh. booming voice Whoa. in the background is the NRA. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. God. Totally kidding.
0: Wait, before you go on, this is podcast twenty eight. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. I'm just gonna throw that out there for everyone to yeah. just sit back and think about.
1: I'm counting. I'm looking for the significance here. I always go sports numbers. There isn't. The whole significance no, the 20... is
0: that whenever we make a new podcast, it's just that good and it's that much better and it's so exciting.
1: We have been getting Bam. better. I'm going to say it. We've been getting better. Progress, right? It's all about progress. We can make progress. We can do a lot of things Evolution. Yeah.
0: So who's with us today, Brian? So we've got
1: my friend Marvin Taller. That was the uh, booming voice that you heard before. Marvin, say hello. Marvin, say hello. <laughs> Marvin Taller is a speaker, thinker, and instigator who is renowned for delivering per, uh, perspective insights for per- his clients. Perceptive? Perceptive? Yes. Perceptive. He's special. We'll edit. He is. That's why I'm here. None of that matters. Huh. Marvin, tell us what you do. Uh,
2: talk shit. Talk <laughs> uh. <laughs> shit. You know, I, I read a lot. I uh, exercise and I uh, take Geritol every day. <laughs> um, no, you know, I think instigator is a thing that is most best describes me.
0: I read that about you and I wrote it down. Yeah. Because I love it.
2: Because, um, I, I, you know, growing up, I remember in grade school and people were like, oh, you instigated the fight and, da, da, and it had this negative connotation. But um, through my reading and listening, I... Came across this guy who I really like. Uh, his name's Seth Godin. I recommend you guys check him out. He's just a thought leader. Big a, fan. Has a blog. He doesn't sell anything on his blog. He just throws out thoughts and they're all provoking. And, and he talked about instigator. So I looked up what instigator means and it's just someone who kind of stirs the pot in a good way, gets people to think and, and, and instigates change, right? So for me, it was like, I was like, yeah, you know, um, I uh, have always in my life just been. I guess one of my gifts, my superpower, if you will, is I have a, a different perception. I have a good way. I have a good way. I have a good way of speaking <laughs> and stuff. He speaks so well. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's so well-mannered. Very eloquent. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> to see things from a different perspective, which is really shot out and not often seen and um, is nonconformist, but uh, delivers an insight that can be right on time. So I, like to inst- so I like to do that. That's what I like to do is just uh, – Stir it up,
1: stir it up, and put you know put things in in, in people's minds and plant seeds. I gotta say, I've known Marvin for uh, a number of years. Um, Marvin was uh, isn't the runner, track athlete, yeah, from way back in the day, Long Branch Green Wave.
2: The wave, well, yeah, I'm <laughs> down here in South Jersey now. I, yeah, came up, came down from Long Branch. And I was like,
1: <laughs> yeah, all the way to Southern Mammoth. Yeah, it's like I said, it, it? I'm like,
2: it's you know. Once you get south of uh, Eatontown, it's all <laughs> It's the, Mason, it's it's the Mason Mason-Dixon. The Dixon. Mason-Dixon line is like, it's really like the windmill in West End for me. <laughs> it just starts going south. That's and right. for
0: And for our non-New Jersey people, which I'm originally not from here, but our listeners, yes, this is all Jersey
1: talk. If yes. you haven't uh,
2: picked that up. You know, it's
1: about 20 miles away. He's here. talking. Yeah. Yeah. It,
2: yeah. But um, I, I was thinking about this. I've known you since you were a little kid. A little kid. A little, little kid because um, I am a uh, geek- and I used to think geek was a bad thing and nerd, and that's all. It just means you like to study, you like something, and you pursue. It means a you're smart. That's yeah. what it means. Yeah. And so um, I used to work at the like one of the first running stores in America, and and definitely the first in New Jersey. And it was aptly named the Running Store. The Running Store. Go figure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like they threw a dart and they hit the yeah. <laughs> they hit the name and uh, marketing genius. Yes. And this young this young he was a little kid. I mean, because his brother. His brother, he has a brother, Edmund. I don't know if he's talking about his brother, but his brother, um, it's funny because you're the better runner now, but his brother was like a little stud. He was a beast. He was a beast. And and you guys live down here still, right? In Maniscon, yeah. yeah. In Manascon. they would drive 15 miles to go to this running store. And I was there and waited on his brother, and he was there. And um, so I just remember them growing up, and we have these races here, uh, one of the longest 5K series called the Lake Tachanassi Races. Go down there, your dad. Over, and down, over yeah.
1: 50 years strong.
2: Yeah. And... Um, So, uh, yeah, so I remember from being a little kid and then I went off and did all kinds of drugs and stuff (laughs) and sex and rock and roll and –
0: it's your path. You need to experience that to
2: grow. I instigated a lot of stuff. <laughs> let's just put it that way. He was a and, geek. Yeah, I was a geek. <laughs> and then, it happens. Uh, but when I came home, you know, this is Facebook. Came home, he found me on Facebook, and he told me, and I saw the last name, and, and we hung out a few times and seen him at the track. He's trying to get me to run. But uh, yeah, known, as, known so that's like literally over 25 years. Probably. Oh, easy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 over 30 years. and. And what was funny is because you said Facebook, and it was one of those things where I'm like, wow, somebody liked something that you said, and it was instigating or thought provoking, and it was a deep something I don't remember what it was, and this was a few years back, and and then I clicked on your thing, and then I look and and I was like, I remember that name, what, you know, and I'm like, okay, that's the dude from the running store, that's Marvin. I see it. And there's a picture and everything, and then I look, and it's just like quote after quote or you know post after post after post was like one next thing after the other it was like making me think it was it was oh, uh, I looked I checked I yeah, looked
0: this, this was my research this was uh, you love know. it
1: thank you thank you and uh, and I said wow this guy's got something going on here <laughs> this guy is you know he he's uh, he knows things he's he's interesting he's deep he's introspective he's perceptive and <laughs> <laughs> Ryan just read that off of a paper. <laughs> he's perceptive and introspective, and he's got books, and uh, you know, and I, it, so whatever it was, it just was kind of drawn to me. And then he remembered me. You know, why would he remember me? I don't know. I just remembered. You know, I was going to the store, and
2: well, your family was a great. You know, you have a great family, and you guys are always really nice. And um, and took my advice. Believe it or not, a lot of people don't take my advice. That's okay because yeah. I've been giving it away for years. People really don't value a lot of stuff you give away. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, but I always remember people who were nice to me you know, and that I had rapport with and had running knowledge, you know. And it was exciting, you know, because I was a few years older than your brother and just watch him run in high school and stuff was just fun. Right. So Yeah.
1: It was funny. My brother retired from running pretty much at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. He went to the, the factory, the yeah, local man. factory Ooh. here and uh, ran a few extra miles, uh, you know, more than he probably could handle. And he retired. However... Just last fall, he ran his very first half marathon. Wow. That I trained him for. That's awesome. Yeah. That I trained him for. So, you know, at 40 years old or 46 years old he uh he went back and and uh got a little something for himself which is uh you know something that was big for him it was big it was uh i think for him i would not speak for him but i think it was a little healing was involved with that you sure. know and and uh just kind of looking back and and getting something good out of, out of out of life it was pretty it was neat it was neat for me i got to train him so it was, it was pretty awesome
0: so my question to you is how do you go from an instigator of negative connotations to this instigator who stirs the pot in a positive way because I love the word instigator because you really you have my my Wonder Woman is you have two choices in life do nothing or do something I say it all the time people are probably like Christine shut up about this but (laughs) but it's really true and you could sit back and let life happen or you can go out and attack life and go out and be involved and go out and be remembered and they say that right the crazy people that think that they can change the world are the ones that do.
2: Absolutely. And,
0: Absolutely. you know, I mean, that's that's tough because a lot of people we see, we sit back and we all, you're in, you're in good company here. We've all had our downfalls. We've all had our ups and downs. And, um, you know, I was reading something before about someone was saying about, you know, we all have regrets. And I really think at this point in my life, I look back and I'm like, you know what, I don't know that I regret making a lot of those choices because I wouldn't be the person I am today if I did not learn that, you know what? I hurt that person, or I hurt myself by right. doing this, because now you come out and you see things differently, like you said, and you can now help other people evolve, and that's really stirring the pot. So, how did that happen? Because that's that's a tough thing
2: to. That's a good flip. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's. Um, I believe. Um, There's science behind it, but I'm not going to go into my bag of books. I actually brought my backpack full of books. (laughs) It's impressive because I didn't want to misquote stuff, and but um, and I've read so much shit that sometimes I'm like, "Is that Jim Rohn or is that me?" Um, You know. uh, But um, so I I believe every we 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 have a core who we are at birth. Just there's who you are, right? And then life happens to us, right? And that is that's what life's about life. And I'm still struggling with this one, but life is, it's not, it's not life is not a good life is not one that's devoid of problems. A good life is one where you know how to uh, overcome and solve problems. Sure. That's, that's, that's life. So, um, so I, I know at my core, like when I, like I remember like in my darkest hour, like, you know, like, you know, I'm not religious, but like, I remember one scripture, Hebrews eleven one, which is faith, right? Like, that's, and that's, you know, faith, it's, it's believing in something that's not seen, you know? Yeah. And, like, okay, that can apply to anything. It doesn't have to just be to some, whatever, you know, and I'm not knocking religion, but, but like, the lessons, so funny, like, this going to go, I don't know where it's going to go, people, I don't know where it's going to go, because I have a <laughs> lot of different <laughs> random thoughts in my head, and I am not, I don't go to church, I'm not religious, but, but you know, it's funny, scripture is one of those things where, um, uh, I think it's like the first self-help book. If you really look at it, it's just – it's a book of this guy fucked up. This guy did good. Mm-hmm. Choose. Like you said, you always choose. You're always making choices, right? So,
0: it's morals and ethics. Morals and ethics. When I was a teacher, I had to – I couldn't tell people this is what you need to believe in. So in public schools. Right. This is a book of good morals and ethics and values. Right. And you are going to read some stories about this dude named Jesus. You believe in him. Great. If not, it's about miracles and whether you believe – It's about believing. And I think that's what you're saying. Right.
2: right. Faith is believing. Faith is believing. So, you know, um, it it was never, you know, I knew I wasn't, I think what happens when, if you spiral down in drugs and alcohol, what it is, is that you are, you're doing that to mask the pain of not being yourself. That's really what it is. You know, and everybody has a light. Everybody has a purpose. And, and the beauty, and I think it was Martin Luther King. I forgot who said it, but like if you're in, if you're a janitor, be the best janitor. There's nothing wrong with being a janitor, right? Like just be the best one. Great benefits. Great and incredible <laughs> benefits. When I we were I was going to be a garbage. Well, that was my goal out of high school. I was like, I can get a job. Great benefits on the green team with the town. With, with the, yeah. the town. It was like it was like. And now that I look back. Oh, uh, you'd be tw- close You'd be tw- close right now 20 years <laughs> No you, you, You're done at 38 you get done, Full yeah. pension And then you can go Have another just, career Which we're all doing Right now Right We're right. all We all would have done that anyway Right Or third but, Whatever You, know, you can but, start a podcast But uh, <laughs> But um, Yeah I think There was always this, this core This light inside of me And um, You know And it was just experience The reality was It was experience Like The Everything that you have Ever learned in your life That is of value of use you had to learn by doing it is experience right like i've been coming back to this um when you learn how to walk you know how painful that is but you don't think about it because you're a little kid and and what happens is you see other people walking and you have this desire and you try to walk and every day from the from about the time you're six months old till you can walk all you're trying to do is walk so you're falling and busting your ass every day right oh yeah so um whatever your path is you just need to embrace it because um you know it it's one thing to be this moral person who's never done anything cuz you can't explain it and i remember being in law school meeting this this kid and um and at that time i'd never done acid and he was like listen <laughs> it opens a doorway to your mind that can only be open if you do it right and like and i you know and 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 like i that just put a like that planted seed in me i was like you know th- you know and there's so much we don't know and, you know, how do you know if you don't like something if you don't try it, right? So it's the truth. That, so that's I kind say of it the, the, to my kids with the food. that we put on their
1: plate? I don't like it. How do you know? You never tried it, right? You know, and we're it's,
0: not saying to go out
2: and try
1: drugs,
0: everybody. Yeah, you know, listen. <laughs> However, but this is a point that just making sure we're going well, the right we're, direction. We're going
2: to get back to you know because because I'm 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 a beast. <laughs> I mean, like you know, I'm I'll be fifty this year, and you know, he um, could be thirty. My, Seriously, my, that's, my body fat genetics is unfair. Stays sometimes. between. Eight and ten percent, you know, you're looking good, man. So you know, I'm stronger than I've ever been. So, and that's another thing. The, the human body is this amazing regenerative thing, uh, regenerative uh, thing. It's it's the most it's the most incredible thing ever invented, created is human beings. Human beings, without a doubt. And um, <clears throat> I so, was, I was thinking that the other day. I'm, I have like
1: a little cough like little post nasal drip thing that I've had for the last couple days and, and then like it goes away like I healed it it healed me it I, all, made, like, I, it I
0: made some humans yeah. delivered them
1: <laughs> and I'm still alive yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: you yeah heard. that must <laughs> be what's that like I mean I I, I um <laughs> I've fathered some humans but uh, I uh, mean me like too. what's it like to like <laughs> have a human like
0: it's like alien there's like a al- there's like a thing in your like, like things are poking out of your so
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So weird,
1: yeah. It is, yeah. It's something it's, you
0: like. Earn your stripes. I just feel when like. I
1: didn't think that my wife could get like any bigger, my wife's very petite, and yeah. it was the first one. You know, it was the first time through this thing, and I'm like, oh my god, like, like just her belly. She's, you know, she was, she wore it well, and I was like, I don't think that there's any more room in there, and like, just when I said that, like the next week, it like she like doubled, and just out the front, you know, like it wasn't, you know, out the side or anything. It was just like, oh my god, like, but it goes right back in, yeah.
0: Nuts!
2: Bananas. It's bananas. crazy.
0: We could feed them too. Yeah. What?
1: <laughs> what? I'm like a supermarket. Yeah. <sighs> so getting back to what you're saying, I think that I think that you know the one thing that I try and tell people when I'm health coaching them or whatever, just like talking to them, like we don't make mistakes, like we learn lessons. Right. And if we can just take them as 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 lessons and blessings, right. and you know I'm grateful for every beating I ever took when I was you know out and about and doing my thing um, for better or worse because I live to tell the story of it Uh, I have several friends that did not right right you know I had lost friends to drug and alcohol and, and, and you know fortunately I can learn you know either learn the lessons from them or just see it for myself and man, am I grateful for every beating I've ever taken for just because of that. Right. And, you know, it's like they're not all it's not all going to be roses, whether you're talking about training or whether you're talking about, uh, you know, for me running races, you know, you're going to lay a clunker out there. But if you can learn from it, you know, there's some growth in it. And that's uh, it's a very important thing.
2: Absolutely.
1: So where
0: were you going now? So now you have you went through this kind of dark period that you were saying. Yeah. And what, what was that? Was it something that happened? Was it something that you were like, you got to the point? I mean, there's some people have epiphanies. Some people literally, you know, maybe it's jail. Maybe it's, I'm going to make you know, a put a
1: buck in the basket now.
2: <laughs> but, okay. you know, um, yeah, no, you know, it was, it was just, um, I wasn't, I knew I wasn't where I wanted to be spiritually, emotionally, physically.
0: How did you know that?
2: Um. Because when you're looking at yourself in the mirror every day and you're searching your reflection for a glimpse of your true self, that's when you know you are you're, – you're, uh, that's actually a good moment because you haven't succumbed to whatever you're in. Like you're like looking like, no, this is not me, right? So for me, it was <clears throat> um, literally um, getting into a fight with my girlfriend, her calling the police, which – ended up in a legal thing six months later but at at that moment i was like that's it i'm done and and it's fitness that that brought me back out because um you know i was living out in california and and um it was so funny because these it's like when you really look at your life if you look at these moments in your life there'll be these markers and signposts along the way right so this was back in 2003 and um I guess what do we have? What's that? What's that paper they do in Asbury, Red Bank, Asbury, Long Branch? It's like the city paper. What is Like that The Tri-City Tri yeah. City News. Tri City News. Right. So we had the Santa Barbara Independent. Shout out to the Tri City News. <laughs> yeah. See, you're welcome for that. See, I'm instigating. I'm selling for Hashtag. you guys here. Hashtag Tri City <laughs> News. Um, and they had this thing, the New Haven. The, no, New Haven Independent. That's not, Santa Barbara Independent. I've also lived in New Haven, Connecticut obviously (laughs) he's a man of the world i'm a man of the world um and uh in january they started you know what's january it's is january the best time of the year for trainers and health coaches pretty much (laughs) right it's like the gold rush um so they had ran this ad of this uh fitness kickboxing program um before and afters and this was in january and i remember seeing this guy and it was like greg greg m lost 12 pounds and took his body fat from 28 to 15% and he was 40. I was, I was 34 at the time. And I was like, and you know, I'm like, if Greg M could do that, what could I do? This was in January, right? If Greg M could do that, what could I do? Um, so it was, um, wasn't until February 28th that we had the fight and all this stuff happened. And so I was like, okay, um, I'm going to join this kickboxing, this, this 10 week kickboxing program. And, um, and, uh, and it started like March seventeenth. And it's one you say crazy things like the girl was done with me, which she should have been done with me, and threw me out and like like I had borrowed some money from my mom and got my own place and like was on this fixed budget and like the program was two hundred and ninety nine dollars and like and and like after I had bought all it was like I had two hundred I had two hundred and ninety dollars for the, the course and like I bought like a pair of neoprene boxing gloves for seven, because that's what I'd afford. Neoprene boxing gloves I could afford, right? And I was like, okay. So it was 10 weeks. It was six days a week, three days of cardio, which was uh, kickboxing with bags. And also um, they did have kind of like a flow shadow boxing class. And strength training, resistance bands. Uh, so you three days you do your strength training, three days you do your kickboxing. And they gave you a nutrition plan. And I remember going in there and um, this is when I I'd stopped stop drinking, like March 1st. So I'm like, you know little shaky, but, like, I went in there and there was, like, 30 people. And this is the thing about fitness. It's really, it's just so sad. People don't understand what happens if you just show up every day, right? Like, like I get it. Like, we all want the Tony Horton P90X transformation, but that for 99% of people, that's not going to happen. But if you just work out for a year, you'd have that same body, right? So, but anyway, I'm an athlete, real competitive. Uh, Brian knows I was a, I was a, a decent I was probably better than I think I am, but I ran four hundred and eight hundred <clears throat> meters in college and you know I ran pretty fast, uh, pretty quick times. He's got wheels. And um but so I was like, okay, so we're there, there's like thirty of us and and they're like, Okay. And you know, one of the things I do I help people with goals and this is before this is kind of what really opened this up to me, right? So they're like, Okay. We came in for an orientation. They were like, "Okay, we want you to write down what you want to have happen in ten weeks, and we really want you to just let your imagination run wild. Just don't think about what what could happen. Think about what you want to have happen, right?" So, I remember I wrote down, um, "Okay, in ten weeks, I want to have lost twenty pounds because I was like one seventy then, and I want to one fifty was a, was a good weight for me at my height, especially." at 34 so that was that was the proper weight i wanted to wait i said i want to lose 20 pounds i want to have my body fat uh between five and eight percent i want to have a six pack of abs that could be featured in a magazine and i want to uh quit smoking and remove countless toxins from my body and at the end of 10 weeks three out of four things happened um i weighed 150 pounds my body fat was eight percent damn i was ripped up with abs um and uh, i did quit smoking it took me i my smoking had curtailed to after work like to after i'd worked out and then i eventually quit smoking a few months later but um and then i and 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 i became the poster boy for that um martial arts studio and bought those people a house in santa barbara california you're <laughs> welcome one at a time yeah. you're welcome they ran that shit for like five years <laughs> small print <laughs> um and uh and, and then and what happened was, and what's even crazier when you talk about mark, milestones and marker posts, I remember being in the Upper East Side of New York City, um, like uh, my friend's apartment, my friend, her apartment with her, her boyfriend, and another girl. We were hanging out, whatever. And we would just come from the bar because he was a bouncer at the bar. It was like 2.30 and we're going back for the after party. And, you know, we, we we're just, we're doing our thing and we're uh, infomercial is 1990 infomercial for Ty Bo comes on. <laughs> Billy, Blank. Billy, Blanks. Billy, Billy, Blanks. Yeah.
0: And it's where you like- do 800 on the right <laughs> and 10 on the left.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I remember I, I just watched it. I was like, I could do that. Like, and she ordered it and we did it once and then, and then never did anything. So then flash forward, 2003, 10 weeks, incredible results. And then like, Oh, you should become a trainer here. So I, you know, so I went through their training program, started studying martial arts and, um, You know, and just once, and that was really it. At that point, like, I mean, I'm not going to say I stayed fit since 2003, but that moment of, yeah, just, you know, I'm fortunate because I was an athlete. So when you're an athlete, I think there's always something inside. Talk about your brother. Like there's always, there's always unfinished stuff in the tank, you know, crazy is what
0: we call it. Right. There's some, (laughs) there's there's some crazy, right?
2: For real. Um, but having been a trainer and and working with people, the the, the fastest and easiest way to to change um, your 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 mood is to move your body. It's the it's the oh. easiest and fastest way to like literally, um, you know, you know. I know you're into like yoga and like like breath. Like take deep breaths. And that's and you know most of us in the West, we were not conditioned to really pay attention to our breath. We have it on autopilot. Um, but so that's why exercise is really good. Cause once you, if you run or you lift the weight <laughs> makes you right. breathe hard and, you know, and, and that changes your state, right? So it's, it's about managing your state. And so for me, fitness is the number one thing. Like, you know, my one thing is fitness because, um, to do anything in life, you have to have energy. Okay. and, If you've ever been overweight or out of shape, you know you feel better when you are fit and lean and you have more. You just have more energy, actually. Like, working out doesn't make you tired. When you work out, you actually have more energy, right? Sitting your fat ass on the couch, eating Doritos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> worrying about my life is so bad and my life suck is is not going to give you energy right so i think that and it'll, i think you, it'll
1: give you energy just not the kind you need
2: yeah you know it'll give you, you that want. low energy and i and, and you and you know my so my thing after that became and that that's what really led to the personal development crazy you know and california is just the best place for that man it was like it's like everybody, a lot of, it's yeah. just like a lot everybody smile all the time and, you know a lot of you know um and so that that's and that kind of snowballed into this really, because I was always you know, when I was a, when you're a kid, being an instigator is not good. You're like a brat, or what is it not a brat? What do what do they call kids? Uh, like a rubble rouser? Yeah, you know, rubble rouser, or smart ass, smart ass, smart Alec. I think yeah, was a yeah. term in the '70s. Smart ass, smart, smart Alec. Yeah, you know, punk, know, know it all, punk kid. Um, don't talk. Back. I've had a nine year old
1: at home. Oh man, <laughs> this kid is he's, his tongue is sharp.
2: You know, he's he's an instigator. Yeah. So, um, so then it just it just the the whole got into taking seminars, which are great, and you know, and and really opened me up to a lot of more a lot of more stuff.
0: I don't know if you if everyone listening heard this, but he kept saying like my thing, my one thing, my thing, which is kind of important, correct? It's not that yeah, something that's I mean, kind of important. I think we should of,
2: mention. I think it's kind of important because you know. So uh, on this journey of self-discovery and trying to figure out what's wrong with my life and why I'm not a millionaire yet because I'm the smartest person I know and you know <laughs> going through all that and um, you know so I I started studying success um, it's a fascinating subject like why we're all we all have the same number of hours in the day we all you know where there's no advantage there um, so what makes some people get more done and so literally. Um like I said, this this real deep journey started in two thousand and three and then in two thousand and fourteen. And again, just my life is just riddled with these markers. Mm-hmm. So Christine's referring to uh a book called The One Thing, uh, which is a New York Times and Wall Street journal bestseller. It was written by um a billionaire and uh co authored with um someone who works for him, a guy named Gary Keller. And Jay Papazan, Gary Keller started Keller Williams Realty, which is the biggest realty in the world now. And he started in 1983. And so, you know, in that in that whole cinema world, it can get really woo woo, which I don't mind woo woo. But I did that for a while, and it just wasn't getting results, though, right? So then it became like, okay, who actually has some shit that I want? Who's actually, you know, because a lot of seminar leaders, um a lot of seminar leaders and I'll put the the industry on blast is a lot of people take one seminar. Like I didn't want to be a seminar leader. Now there's nothing wrong with that, but most people who you see um, particularly now with the advent of social media and YouTube, they've never really accomplished anything successful. Um, They, they, they've uh, learned how to market um, themselves as a thought leader and this and that and, and they're holding seminars. Whereas I go when I—that's what happened. I started going to seminars, and I would know more than seminar leader. I'm like, why aren't you doing seminars? But for me, I don't know, that East Coast of me, I'm like, I got to be legit, right? So I've, I've put in my ten thousand hours. So you'll see a lot more <laughs> of me stepping out now and then. But but um, t- to the circuitous- it's like the
1: Kardashian aspect of the <laughs> yeah. of the seminar leader. It's like this dude is just, just has these thought-provoking things that people I hear scripts that make like people nod their, people. People. their head, and you know, and you pay a whole lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, and they're yeah.
2: they're robotized and you know the script and, is what yeah, I call it. Yeah.
0: Like, now I can listen to people and say
2: Whether that's scripted. Real, yeah. like right. I can tell Same when thing.
0: when people are trying to talk to you and sell you something or where they're going, and I'm like, "Where's your authenticity? Right. Where's your story? Right. And if you don't have a story, it's almost as if you don't have it. And mm. I, I hate to say that, and I hate to say that the most successful people have been at the very bottom we'll and clawed their way up but that's what it is that's what that that drive that you know brian and i talk a lot of times about you know give us your your broken people <laughs> it's Premier, like ellis island like, we're like, you know and and let us you know let us help you with maybe some of our stories maybe it's right. not the same right. story but like for you i think it's so powerful that you can now step out and say listen i went through a lot of crap and i'm here to if i can help you know, empathize with you, not just sympathize and say, oh, I feel bad. And now I'm going to read this script about you should blur, 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 blur. It's marketing. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could see the difference.
2: And that's why I appreciate, you know, that's that's the catch 22 of all this uh, social media is like um, you guys are doing good work. Right. But there's 10,000 other podcasts, 100,000 that might have more downloads right now. Right, I and, like and, that, and and it's just people who Preach. are just regurgitating stuff and not actually uh, forwarding anything. So back to the one thing. So yeah, so um, I don't know what you believe about the law of attraction. It does work. It's not woo woo. It's just kind of like electricity, but literally, it, and it doesn't have to be called law of attraction. Like coincidences, right? Energy. It's everything's energy. That's Einstein, right? Right, right. And what's the first law of physics? Energy is never created nor destroyed. Right. So it's it's all never ending ideas are everywhere. They're in the air. I had got, um, invited to, uh, this network marketing company, like did a fly in, like they were rebranding. And, um, so like, they fly, they flew like 12 people to Utah. i would never been to Utah. Like, and we're up in park city and <laughs> close in Utah, but we had a layover, um, in Minneapolis. And, um, so this was like, I'd say maybe May, April of 2014. And I'm sitting next to a guy in the airport. And the one thing, the book had just come out and he's reading the book, the one thing, right. And I saw, you know, it said by Gary Keller and I knew who he was. Cause I had friends who in California worked for Keller Williams and told me what a great company it was. But at that point I was kind of really burnt with personal. I was not burnt, but just kind of like, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm looking for something to, and. So my first initial reaction was, um, Oh God, here we go. Another self-help book. I know. That's what I, and and I, and I was like, and the one thing was such a great title. I was like, God damn, they nailed the marketing. Right. But I'm like, I, I resisted. So the funny thing, so I, I can be, I'm very personable, but I just wasn't in a good mood. I wasn't not in a good mood. I just traveling, didn't want to talk to anybody. So I just saw him reading the book, get on the plane, get off the plane in salt Lake city they're having a driver pick us up. I'm there with my my now wife and um, and then there's the guy who was reading the book <laughs> standing next to us. And and so uh you know, so then finally I said, "Hey, um saw you reading that book. Where would you get that book?" He's like, "Oh, my buddy gave it to me. He works for Keller Williams." I'm like, "Oh, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to this thing. I got invited to this network marketing thing." I was like, us too, right? <laughs> so, so I said, all right. So he told me about the book. So I went home, bought the book on Amazon and just sat there. Just freaking sat there. Um, And uh, what I do uh, professionally, um, you know, instigators who I am. But right now, uh, one of my sources of income is I work with uh, kids in cities like Newark, uh Gary, Indiana, Detroit, um New Haven, Connecticut, which most people don't know, is 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 a gnarly city. Uh, well, well, parts of it rough. are rough. Yeah, it's yeah. rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, um, and so I had bought the book, like I said, and so. I ended up in in a situation where I had pissed my boss off, which at this point, you know, she's not going to listen to this. I don't care, but I actually wish I should have just left at that point. But um, anyway, so <laughs> we had this thing and I was like, I need to read this book. And Let so us I, know if you want to edit exactly, that out. Eh, <laughs> eh, maybe we'll take that point out. Um, but anyway, so um, I, got, I, I had pissed my boss off. You can leave that in. I pissed my boss off. And uh, I was going to Mexico because my then girlfriend was there. Um, living down there for two months, and uh, I was just going to see her for like you know Thanksgiving, and like um, I was like, well, you know what? She's you know she sent me an email like, I don't know if you're gonna be working for me anymore. So I, I on the plane I started reading the one thing, and and uh, I finished it like in one sitting, and, I, and the only other book I've ever done that was The Alchemist. Ah. So just you know that's a great book, The Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I read I read through the book, and when I finished it, I said to myself. God damn, this is like it summarized. I have a wall of books like the, like the, we're in his room, but I have a wall just full of books. And I was like, this one book summarized everything in all those books into something that's actionable. And I finished and I said, oh, man, I wish I could teach this. And, you know, at the end of the book, it says, if you want to be a part of our community, get resources, go to the one dot com and sign up. So I got on the mailing list. And I'm uh, getting their emails. I'm attending their webinars monthly. And then they sent out an email in um, April of 2015. Um, One thing, trainer certification, right? I was like, oh, man, I got to teach this. This is awesome. (laughs) Um, And it was really, and again, timing, synchronicity, divine right action, whatever you want to call it. Um, My boss had been on me about my time management because I'm, I'm not a we'll get into this. This is why the one thing, because you don't really don't manage time because the time is just happening. We don't manage time. We manage ourselves, but she had me looking at, she wanted me to take some, some type of time management course. And, um, what I prefer to be is productive. I think productivity is better than activity. Now, now act action is always preferred over no action personally. Um, but, uh, I prefer to be productive in my actions. And so, um, I, was able to it fit in with what she wanted i you know i actually pitched her on it and i had to write this thing for and and then actually i got accepted to the program and my work paid for it and uh i got certified to teach this uh productivity technology called the one thing and um i was one of like the first i think there's less than 100 of us i was like one of the first 30 i was in the second cohort. Uh, so yeah, so uh, to teach to be able to teach this, and the the principle behind the one thing is that um we live in an overstimulating society. Like we are just we're just bombarded with our cell phones and and our phone phones if you have them, um, or if you like me, um, you're like, why is there a phone number on my tv because i got a bundle and i don't have a landline Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah right i'm like how do they have this number i don't even like i don't even know what my number yeah Yeah. um but um and that he 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 posited they posited in the book that the most successful people are people who focus on one thing at a time you know because if you're Really trying to do, you can't do two things at one time. Now you can chew gum and walk because you know how to walk and it's reached the point of automaticity where you don't have to think about it. Right. And we're breathing all the time unless we're being conscious with our breath, like we're taking yoga applies or running and we're controlling our breath or lifting weights. Um, so that doesn't count. Um, but, um, literally to get stuff stuff done, you, you need to focus and you need to have dedicated time to focus so you can give it your all on your best work. Right. And um, I just like the way they broke down life. You know, they broke down life into seven areas, which I think are covered all. And and I remember reading the book. I, t- I was like, OK, this written by this guy. He's a businessman. It's going to be hardcore. It's going to be hardcore. Just straight up advice. And like, you know, you get into the book and he talks about seven areas of life and he starts with your spiritual life. Then your physical health then your personal life, <clears throat> then your key relationships, um, your job, um, your business, and then your finances. And a well-rounded person should have all that. you know. I think that pretty much sums up the areas of life. But at the center of it, it was like a spoke. It was like a wheel. At the center of it is you, right? So I don't know who said it, so, but wherever you go, there you are. There you are. <laughs> there you are, right? And how you do anything is how you do everything. And I try and tell the kids that, and they, people do not want to believe this. But you guys know, as athletes, like how you do anything is how you do – you know that, right? Because it shows up. Like people are like, why are you so aggressive? Like the way you drive, you know, like, like even driving, I'm like, I don't like being behind people. It's like from my <laughs> running days. Nah, no, I gotta, I, yeah. you gotta you know, get around it. Or or, or or I'll be You're or if get boxed I'm boxed in or if I'm behind, yeah, I never get boxed in. Like I'm like I'm like, why are you taking away my stopping space, dog? See, that's how people get tripped up. I'm thinking of running an alley, right? I'm like, you know, so I gotta I gotta have clear paths. I gotta exit real. or so like, okay, he can be there, but I can go in this lane and go around if I have to, because it just. You just can't get away from Personnel. yourself. Can't get away from. Yourself. We have
0: adjectives. We call it. What's the adjective that describes you? You know, when yeah. people say, "Well, you know, Christine, what's yours?" Intense. <laughs> <laughs> there is no other word that better. To- if I'm doing yoga, I'm intense. If I'm running a marathon, intense. I'm cooking dinner. It's intense. <laughs> oh, man. Taking a shower, it's intense. <laughs> I'm unloading the dishwasher. This is how I grew up in my house. That Our was business. the way it was. Yeah. Like it was. You had anxiety emptying the dishwasher because it had to be like you wanted it done in a certain time. <laughs> my sisters are like this. My oldest sister is like this too. Yeah. And I said, "How's the dishwasher, Julie?" She's like, "It's not funny." How's the clothes? How, how is it going? Folding the clothes? That's not funny because again, you have something in you, and you, and it's crazy when you say about um, about the things about the one thing. It seems like that should be so apparent, like so simple, but it is probably the hardest thing that any of us can do these days. And even driving, there's so many things going on aside from your head, aside from whatever you're thinking about and what you're supposed to be doing and focusing on your phone and your radio and the, now our phones are texting and emailing and this and that. And, and you're, again, like my word is intense, even without. Phone, right? And the if people text you, I feel like I have to get right back to them. Or the emails, or the and it's, it's we're living at these
1: all different worlds that we have to make our lives easier. It's just complicated. It's just,
2: mu- it's just. Oh, oh my god. god! It's it's just. It's you it's need static. to get back. I'll get. I'll get it. That's a whole other topic. Yeah. We could, we could, yeah. I mean, that's something that's... I've been researching lately. Um, I you know. I took. I had to take Instagram and Facebook off my phone. It's like it was too Pavlovian. Much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like you said, Christine. You see a blinking light or something it's Pavlovian like what? you have to deal with it right? you don't even
1: know what it means anymore right. you have to check it out yeah. just curiosity yeah. will make you make you check it out and and I think that the one you know the, the one thing is that you know we're, we're it's complete opposite of kind of what's pushed mm-hmm. right what's pushed is productivity and multitasking and you know and juggling plates and all these things <laughs> right like like you're spinning plates on the stick it's Absolutely. you know and it's not I know it gets in my own way. I help people through health coaching with the one thing that they always tell me is that is that they don't have time. Right? I don't have time for that. I don't have time for this. I don't have time to like I don't have time to prep my food. I don't have time to get to the gym, you know, all this stuff. And and I treat it like a budget, you know, and I asked them to look at it. I said, you know, if it was money and you were just blowing money and you were just throwing your money away, wouldn't you stop that spending or, you know, whatever it is. I said, you know, let's just look at it and come up with, with some, you know, certain things. And you know, and, and the reality is that the people take an eight-hour day, they probably work about th- two, three hours of it, and the rest of the time they're lollygagging. Right, right. You know? And then they say they don't have enough time.
2: Right, right. I mean it's, it's – I want to talk about – address a couple of things you said there. First is um, the uh, – and I'm going to work back. First is the time, right? So, so 168 hours in a week, right? So let's just do some quick math, all right? 168 hours in a week. Um, you work 40 and 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 work is like Brian said. It's to most people. You're lucky if you get in an hour of work at an eight-hour day. Seriously, um, but so that's forty hours a week. So that's down to one twenty-eight, right? Let's say you actually have to commute to work, and say you have to. It's an hour commute, so that's two hours. So you're down to one twenty-six, right? Okay. So let's say you sleep eight hours. A night, which most people don't do, but let's say, you know, that's what's recommended. So you sleep eight hours. So we were at 126 minus 56. So we're at 70 hours Seven. right now. Okay, right. So you slept, worked, commuted to work. Okay. Um, you still got 70 hours left. What the fuck do you mean you can't work out? <laughs> You're preaching to the choir over here. No, no, no. You write it
0: in your book, like eat dinner, brush your teeth, right. take a shower. Right.
2: Okay, so, let's, move, let's, just right, move. So, so seventy. So let's let's throw in another ten hours for like brushing your teeth, showering, blah blah blah. <laughs> so you still got sixty hours, right? Let's give you so sixty hours, seven days a week. Let's say you watch four hours of TV a night, which is a shit ton, or listen to some podcasts like to, or, two or, fit you know, crazy. No, no, you can go uh,
0: walk and listen to and the, exactly, the right? podcast. That's
2: the only, and we'll get, and I'm going to get to that, right? And so, so then, so that's another twenty. You're still got like forty hours left over, man. It's a whole week's Wait, worth of work, but then
0: you have forty yeah. hours of checking Instagram.
2: Right. So, so that's the most fascinating thing because we all have one thousand four hundred and forty minutes in a day. Warren Buffett has that same amount. Brian has the same amount. Christine has the same amount. I have the same amount. Everybody has the same amount of time. No one can can create more time, but you can. In a ways, you can create time, but that's a whole other topic. That those time that that those minutes are. Not negotiable. That's what you get. Right. So, but, but, you know, that, that's it. So with the multitasking, right? So that's a big thing in the one thing book, because multitasking originally referred to was it was a computer science term and it returned, it it referred to task switching, how quickly a computer could switch between tasks. The ironic thing is most computers up until like recently, like, you know, computers of the fifties, sixties, seventies and even early eighties. I mean, our phones are sixty remember the Commodore sixty four? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean our phones are sixty four <laughs> yeah. okay, right now, right? But um up until that time, like the human brain still could switch faster. But here's the problem. When you multitask there is a cost because uh um unlike a computer which is dealing with X's and O's, right? So if I'm if I'm working on Say I'm working on a, a sales proposal, right? I'm working on a sales proposal and it has to be written or whatever. I'm making a presentation. I'm going to make a pitch. I'm working on that, right? And then the phone rings and it is a manager from a division across the country and, and you're like, hey, can you do something? So what happens is, first of all, when you're, you have to stop working on your document, reorient yourself mentally pick up the phone answer the phone right talk to person blah blah now even if even let's assume you don't even try to address what they're doing now you now have to stop reorient yourself to your task and most people have to like if you're writing have to go back to the beginning and read because 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 you can't just pick where you left off because you're in this conversation yeah. with this this guy who you allowed to interrupt you so so there's a, there's a switch cost it's like all right where was I right you right. know that that's a load of that's impossible so multitasking there's a switch cost As a matter of fact they, they they did a study in 2009 at Stanford University a researcher his name is Clifford Nass N A S S you can look it up um, look up just Google multitasking um, study Stanford University. And what happened was he was a, he's a, he's a university professor at that time. And I think he was grant funded. And so his grant was about to run out. And um, he was like, oh man, how can I get some money? Right. So seminars are big. So, you know, there's lots of, you know, Franklin Covey, you know, and these are all good systems, but like he, so he, he, he decided that he was going to study multitasking because if he could figure out how high multitaskers did it, he could go into Fortune 500 corporations, charge a ton of money as a training to teach them how to multitask better so they'd be more productive. So that's what he's saying. He's like, okay, he wanted to find out how really good multitaskers did it, right? He wanted to hack their brains. So he started doing a study and what he found out is that multitasking is just a lie. Like, you know, there's a quote in the book. He said, you know, you know, I thought I, he said I thought I'd figure out some magical secret of how uh, they were able to do the things they do, but in reality, it turns out that high multitaskers were suckers for irrelevancy. They weren't good at anything, anything, anything. They do nothing well, right? And that's and, and, that, and there's a further way he he's going, multitasking is simply the opportunity to do two things poorly, right? Right? And so so he scrapped that idea. But the funny thing is, to this day, if you look at job descriptions. Ability to multitask is on there. Yeah. Like we want you to be scattered. We want you to not get anything. We're bad. gonna throw a whole bunch of shit at you. Like I want you and to do squats you.
0: while you're on the phone. I mean I'm totally in on that. <laughs> right. You're still kinda yeah. but that's you know yeah. Yeah. it's very interesting.
2: So, um yeah, multitasking is one of the biggest lies between people and their success because they're trying to do too much and you actually get more done when you slow slow down, focus on one thing at a time. And and then the thing with the one thing is um that, you know, and that's another book. It's called The Slight Edge, you know, and it's 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 about just taking steps in the right direction. Now, the one thing uh, when used properly, it's it's not about just say, OK, my one thing is this. Right. So but it's about finding the right one thing. Right. So you have to ask yourself a question. You have to focus yourself down. Right. You and And there's actually a specific question they talk about in the book called the focusing question. Um, which they say linguistically was created, which I believe. But you ask yourself, what's the one thing that I can do to X, whatever your X is? So, for instance, I'll give you one of the first things I did after I got trained, and the one thing um, was I came back, and I was a little, I was a little portly. I wasn't bad, but I was probably around one seventy-two. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take on my health and fitness. Use the one thing, right? So most people think, well. Um, well, I need to exercise, right? Well, yes, you do need to do that. But when you ask this question, what's the one thing that I can do to improve my health and fitness such by doing it, everything else will become easier or unnecessary? So um, the really the key in that is can do, right? Because for most of us, it's not pot- like you don't want to get locked in on one type of workout. Um, because you know, if you're out of town, so a lot of people travel for work or whatever. Like, so if you have your favorite yoga instructor, your favorite health coach, favorite running coach,
0: I like how he always confers to me as yoga.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's fly yoga, something mm-hmm. fly yoga. Yeah,
1: you got to see this shit. Yeah, um,
0: it's
2: wild. Um, <laughs> So um I just about- like
0: being referred to as something that's calmer. Yeah, I think yeah, that's right? like really yeah, you know what, I really I paid him to say that. You know today. what's so
2: funny? It's like uh, having lived in Cal, just a di- I digress, folks, and I'm looking <laughs> at you right now in the audience. Um <laughs> In the studio, uh, I digress. But I, I love East Coast yoga chicks, which you are like. She's still real intense. She's not really California like. Like she'd go out to a yoga meet in, in California and she California would stomp ever. some yoga she'd be like. She like like namaste. Ah! I mean, the East Coast yoga chicks are still got that edge. <laughs> um, she's got it. Um, she's from she's from Long Island. Ooh, yeah, Babylon. Wow, Strong Island, Strong
1: Island. And Marv, don't have for What all? Uh, all state. Volleyball, collegiate volleyball, D1 volleyball player, field hockey, 309 marathoner. My girl. What? what? (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) But so for me, I was like, okay. So I remember back to that time in 2003 when I got really ripped up. um, One of the things that I did and that I know I can do every day um, and it's called it's like it's called lining up your dominoes was to and I hadn't been doing was to drink at least 64 ounces of water, okay? Because that is the recommended amount, which means it's probably not nearly high enough. And even at the recommended amount, I'd say like less than half a percent of the population actually actually drinks eight glasses of water. Like nobody. Ounce. Nobody does it, right? So, and you are like, well, why would you do that? Because what ha- I'll tell you why that was the best first domino. Because no matter where I am, there's water, right? Uh, water um, helps flush the fat out your body. It helps. Uh, it's it's a natural thermogenic, and um, and it changes your palate. When when water is your primary drink, it just uh, Snickers bar and water just don't go together. They <laughs> just don't. It just, things just certain like water just changes your palate. So that actually became my one thing was get my water in every day. Now I did uh, I did work out and everything, but that my one thing was no matter what I'm going to drink my water, right? So. Um, and out of that, I mean, since that was twenty fifteen, three years later, I mean, since since that time, the highest my weight's ever been is like one sixty two, one sixty three, um, and even then, it's still the bifat fat was still like ten percent. You know, wasn't ever bad, and um, and I, I keep I used to wear my Fitbit, but I took that off because I don't want to become. Um, I was becoming a slave to that too. You got to watch the technology because, oh yeah, I, you know I've been up. I've been up at one o'clock the night I got engaged. <laughs> I was in Massachusetts, and I was in a freaking Fitbit challenge, and mm-hmm. with these people who were like in Austin, Texas, which so is Central Time Zone, and um, and uh, so there's an hour time difference, and they and they had started the challenge. So it, the challenge goes till midnight their time. <laughs> And I was like, and I had, and this, I was real back then. And so then I was, in sh- yeah, I'm in shape now. But then I was like, really, that's when the athlete came out. I was like, I'm not losing the challenge. And so like, I'm checking it, like even doing gym. I'm looking at, my, I'm like looking at the steps, and I'm like, oh. there's this woman. I was like, this bitch, ain't me. <laughs> so after after I got engaged, went back. It was like it was like it was like twelve o'clock here, and I was like, babe, I gotta go walk for an hour. <laughs> And I just was walking around this little village. And did she West think something Metsu. was wrong? No, she she knew what I was doing. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like you know, you know, you know, I can't lose. <laughs> you know, I've been this challenged. And so, but I use it to clock my water. Is what I'm saying. And you look at my phone. I think since since July of 2015, I have not drank eight glasses four times. Is when I missed it. Yeah, just because I was like, I'm not drinking water at 10 o'clock at night because I'll be up at one o'clock. You I'm got this pissing sh- all night, man. Yeah. You know,
1: but it's 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 on the forefront of your mind. It's a conscious it's effort a conscious to, effort, to, to right? Do yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah.
2: And and I also weigh myself every week now. A lot of people in fitness, like I, I like, they're like, oh, don't go by the scale. And I just I'm gonna be honest, I think that's bullshit because you know most people aren't going to get in a tank and get their body fat measured. And here's the thing. If you keep score, it'll change. There's a reason why. If you things you measure, things you track change. So this way, I never go, I never get too far out of balance, right? Because what happens is, weight weight gain, um, and uh is is it's like the it's like this slight edge. Like you're either you're moving you're either moving towards it away from it, right? So what happens is, you know, you get in shape, and you guys, I'm sure you guys see this. You have someone who gets in shape. They put in the work. They might even put in like nine months, right? They put in the work, you know, or the, or the worst is, I think the saddest what you usually see is. They'll bust their butt to get ready for summer, and they'll look great. And then summer comes, and then and then it's summer. It's summer. It's barbecues. It's happy. Yeah. And, and, drinking, and plus, you've lost weight, and you're yeah. looking good, so you want to go out, hang with yeah. your friends and party. And you don't. And and when you're not monitoring your weight, what happens is ten you'll pounds go here, over summer, ten pounds You go over summer, and the next thing you know, it's like a boat on the horizon. It just you don't see it drifting away. It's,
1: it's anything with a with a finish line, really. Yeah. You know, if we put a finish line to any of it they get to that finish line and they say, all right, I made it, you know, destination, mission accomplished. And then they go and they resort back to their old, old ways. Right.
2: So that's another big thing. The one thing is the habits, right? So I am in the habit of drinking that water every day. And I, do, and like I said, those four times I felt like I didn't feel good about myself, but in a good way, like, like did, like you didn't do what you said you're going to do. Not, not in that we all have negative ways, but just more like you didn't do what you said you're going to do in an accountability way. And I, and it's so funny when I teach the one thing, I bring these with me, and I brought them to show you guys. Like literally, my my these these are the one things I've done, the habits I've created. Like I mean, just changed my life one day at a time. Uh huh. Um, I
1: was going to say that to you, the one day at a time. I mean, it it really is. You know, it's about filling up that chart. Now I see that chart that you have there, and it's sixty six days. Why sixty six days? okay, Yeah.
2: So another uh, another. I, I, we call them lies, but I don't. I, you know, everything's a lie, right? <laughs> t- if you really think about it. But um, one of the um, big myths that's perpetuated in self-help circles is that it takes um, 21 to 21 day, days, 21 twenty. 21 days. 28 days. Between, 22 you know. days. 30 days. Well, University College in London did a study. Um, on habit formation. And on average, it takes 66 days to, for a habit to reach the point of automaticity. So 66 days or 66 occurrences, right? Um, so, and in the study they did, um, the, it did happen like the earliest someone did acquire a habit that stuck at 18 days. The longest was 364, almost a year, but the sweet spot, was sixty six days. So generally, if you do something for sixty six days, it's going to stick, right? right. So, um, so that's why sixty six days. It dispels that that twenty one, twenty eight day, thirty day myth. Um, and you know, I think it's. I understand because we're all. It's just easy to tell people things they've heard, and like it's easy to say, "Join my thirty day challenge," right? You know, and everything, 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 everything is thing. thirty days. <laughs> you know and it's, it's
0: I like the fact that you had charts right so Marvin just pulled out charts that had you actually wrote on them so oh, yeah. they were tangible it yeah. wasn't like it was on a program right. where you actually have to do it pick up a pencil and put it down and it's funny because when you do that I'm I'm very kinesthetic myself i like that paper i like being able to do it myself and there's a feeling of like empowerment Absolutely. when you do that as opposed to clicking a button because you're like yeah i did that it's right. and it's funny because in life, you want to you want that certain satisfaction, satisfaction? right no, away, no, no, and that's you want the it, reward. You know the reward of you know again you can. It's hard. People work and work and you don't have a you know you don't get something or win something or get money right away. People get discouraged. Whereas that it's almost like you know mopping the floor. Like you mop the floor, you get immediate reward and satisfaction i know it sounds dumb but no i know i know exactly for people that are that are listening to us you know it it takes a lot the 30 day the 66 yeah you know what it is it is a lot and you know we keep hearing about that one thing and you know brian and i talk a lot as well about listen you don't have to change everything about your lifestyle or your fitness at one time let's pick one thing and that's why I mean, it's something so simple yet something so
2: overlooked. Yeah, well, you know the, the tagline of the book: the one thing, the surprisingly simple secret behind extraordinary results. And 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 we have we have just overcomplicated everything in our lives. And yes, I'm kinesthetic, but they they talk about why you want to put up a calendar and actually take a pen. And and it's prescribed. Everything here is is by design, right? So you see, it's red X's. You get a red sharpie because, believe it or not, red red is a color of action. So you you do realize that our stoplights are reversed, right? Yeah, right. Red
0: uh, is the color of go. Go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How hmm. many times have you bought- network marketing uh, market, uh, market uh, research yeah. says you put the red apples out there if yeah. they're for sale when you walk in?
2: Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, I mean, I, I remember sometimes I've been, like driving down and I'm like, oh, my God, it's a red light. I better hurry up. And I've almost <laughs> speeded through a red light because that's actually the, the reaction. your body You want to go towards red. Like, so, so and you take a, it's just a red Sharpie and every day you know that you're moving just one step closer to what you want to achieve. And it, and it gives you, it, 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 and also the kinesthetics, right? So, there's neural pathways in our brain. There's something happening when you pick up a pen and write. Um, they've done studies that students who actually still handwrite their notes do better than those who take notes on computers sure and it's I do that I people that?
0: make fun of me all the time because I have a calendar I write on I X things off I, why do you do that you have your phone I said I do but I get more done and I feel better about myself when I write it down and you check it off or you. so that's maybe I that's used, my neuroses I, but I use
1: the calendars a lot I use the calendars and you know thirty day calendar or anything mm-hmm. that we're mm-hmm. you know we're kind of doing anytime I, I I put I do a lot of drink water you know cha- not challenges you know I call them adventures I like challenges that. are challenging. Yeah, no, you, you know and, it's and, like and this and is for fun
2: and most people can't they're not up for a challenge if you right. look at our world so and one of the
1: things that I like about it is that you know I'll, I'll say I say go to the dollar store and get some stickers adults. Still have that mentality. We like okay. stickers. We like getting stickers. Okay. I
0: have always, as I taught, my and I taught adult like stickers. kids, like seventeen year olds, eighteen year olds, they get stickers for ninety or above on quizzes or tests. For yeah. whatever I was we teaching like when I started and they loved it.
1: And loved I it. like the fact that as the further that you get into it, you can look at that chart and you look at that thing that's always there and you see your progress. You see what right. you've done. Like right. you see that that pile of chop logs that i you know i call it that uh, that you've piled up there and that that's rewarding in itself too so every time you go back to that calendar or you know whatever your chart and you make that red x or you put that sticker on there you're seeing all the work that you've done you're less likely to not do it from seeing that it's just you know it's right. really it's basic things but it's psychology and you know we like that stuff we
2: do. And, you know, this is the same method that has made Jerry Seinfeld a very rich man. You know, a guy makes like $80 million a year, and he hasn't been on TV in, ever. Um, and they talk about <laughs> in the book. Like, literally, he his one thing was to write one joke a day. Yeah. And he and he did. He took out a calendar, and he put a red X in it. And I
1: saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And yeah. he's
2: like, just don't break and His He said, your only job is to maintain the chain. Keep it going. So, I mean... And it's, I like what you say. It is so simple. And it's overlooked. You know, we're, we're, we're in a world where at 99% of the podcast is like life hack this. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this kid, I was like, why would you don't hack life, have life, right? Don't hack it. You can actually have a life. If you'll just do a little work just to do a little bit every day, you can actually have a life. Instead of looking for the latest gadget and the hack. And the and quick fix. And the quick fix. And the
1: 30-day this. And yeah. the, you know, the, the eight-minute eight abs. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Wait, what was that? <laughs> he's like, I'm going to do seven-minute abs. You yeah. can't even get
2: your heart rate <laughs> up. <laughs> seven minutes. <laughs> um, and, and it's just – and here's the thing. And then people have gone overboard with this though, right? Because there's seven areas of life. The reality is you, d- you really should only try and drive one – major habit at a time. Right. But if you do this, you can create five powerful life changing habits in a year. Five good habits in a year will, will shift your life. Like oh, you yeah. wouldn't believe if you, if you actually focus, ask yourself, what's the one thing I can do that will help me get to a, to b and whatever your life. And you do that and you begin to drive that behavior. And you just, if you it's, it's got to stop being in a hurry, which I've always been in my life. Right. Like, uh, you know, it's like, it's not a race. Life is not a, on the one hand, it is a race, but it's a race you're not going to win because we're all going to die. Right. And, um, so it's really about how you run it, right? It's going to be about how you run this race called life. And it's not a sprint and I love sprints, but it is a marathon. Like it's a long time. And. I think I love this about Chris Rock. He said this years ago and it's so true. He's like people say life is short. He's like life is long, <laughs> especially if you make the wrong decisions. It gets longer. That's right. Right? So, if you could just pause long enough to actually get in touch with yourself and find out what you really want for yourself and for your life. And and it's different for everybody. That's what I also love about the one thing. Their definition of success. After I was studying success and I hung out with a lot of millionaires and all stuff, but you go to these seminars and it's so funny. There's like broke. There was like broke people like me who saved up all their money, to go to the seminar, and there's really rich people and like they, they they got the money and they're like, I'm not whole. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, like I'm whole, but I can't. I barely can afford to pay to get here, and I'm right. like, you know. And it's, it's what success is getting what you want, right? So I know you went through a change, Brian. Like you, you had a good career. In, a, in an industry where you're making a lot of money, but you know, it's Christine amazing. as well. And uh-huh. but you're so much more happier because you're kinesthetic, you know who you are, you're athletes, you're kinesthetic. That's your that's one of your main main modalities you like to express in. And you find now you're finding ways to um, empower others, and, and you're and you're and you're, you're actually having a life. Forget making a living, have a life, just have a life.
0: I love it. I love it. Drop the mic. Seriously. <laughs> Let's just drop the mic with that. We could do that. And what, uh, you know, what we'll kind of end with today is um, I think that for all of our listeners out there that this is not, you know, again, you could be thinking you're struggling with um, nutrition, you're struggling with your fitness, but really is it just those two things? Are you struggling with your family, with your choices, with who you are? Are you happy? And if you're not, why are you why are you ha- why aren't you happy? Is it your job? Is it you know? Are you making poor choices and really you know thinking about it's,
1: it's those re- those things that nourish us. Right. You know, it's nourishment. Just you know, we talk about food and nutrition and exercise all day long, but there's more nourishment than that. You know, it's that's the that's the uh, that's the, like the low hanging fruit. We got to get deep.
0: That was an interesting analogy, Brian. Oh, it's a good I one. Like that. Nice. Very nice. And I, I love the fact that you say you're an instigator because you know what, in life if you you know, if you choose to do nothing, then you can't complain. That's really important. And if you're unhappy then, you know, when you point the finger at someone else, those three fingers are pointing back at you. So that's important to, to think about that. And I think even uh, even over the last couple months with, with this podcast that, you know, we talk to different people and if you have something to say and you feel like you don't have a voice then, you know what? You go out and you make a voice. And, you know, with, with the podcast that, that we're doing is, you know, maybe maybe the, maybe we're not on the, you know, channel whatever news every night. But you know what? Damn it. We're going to get our word out there. And whatever way you're going to do it, whether it's you're going to go out and, you know, make those, you know, certifications and get those seminars and get in front of those people, I mean – you're doing it and that's amazing and please don't ever stop and you have an open invitation to come and uh, talk about all the stuff that we didn't even get to today because we can go on oh
2: yeah we uh, I, I, I was like yeah get the hell out i'm just kidding unfortunately i got i had yeah. to have something at 415 yeah. but I, when i i envisioned i was like man we could do this could go on for hours for hours because i could just i love this because this is really what i love i love sharing ideas with people you know what you need what do I
1: need? A podcast. podcast.
2: Well, I got I got I have that recorder I have the the microphone. Yeah. I have the name and uh one of my coaches, my coach is like you need to start your podcast cuz he wants me inter- to in, interview like a really huge name in uh one of his mentors in the personal development who doesn't even work in America. He's so good. Like just crazy stories. Like I will say this. Um we, that there the, you, you <laughs> use the internet right there's you just go behind like so like a book like outliers by malcolm gladwell great book great book great runner great and great book and that whole 10,000 hour theory like i i'm 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 a geek so i you know i it was on a research paper by a professor down in florida so he wrote a book and he malcolm got it a little bit wrong cuz malcolm is a writer you know it's ten thousand hours of deliberate practice of practicing the right thing. So what you practice matters. So I want to come back. We can talk about deliberate practice. We can talk about whatever you know. Um, we can hey, just kick it in the studio. We got a hot mic. For and you. here's the thing: I do have. I would love for you guys to be on my podcast. I will have you as guests. Um, and just thanks for having me. I, I wish, wish I have more time. But do
1: do this this one
2: favor before you leave. Tell us where we can find you. So um, yes, you can find me on the web at on the interwebs, the WWWs? Yeah, uh, uh, I believe it's called the Information Superhighway. <laughs> Got it. Oh, I'm write that down. It's www. Um, uh, just go to MarvinTaller.com. You can get on my mailing list. Um, and uh, right now, I'm just sending out stuff on Mondays, Marvin's Monday Motivation. Um, but I will be expanding. And if you want to find me on Facebook, I'm there a little bit. Um, I, I'm I'm moving off that platform because it's just it's really noisy. It's noisy. It's noisy. It's a lot. And and that's why I really like what you guys are doing. And I'm very inspired to start my podcast because you guys really seriously because um, it's about you know it's about getting a thousand true fans. If you get a thousand true fans, you'll 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 make a you'll have you'll not only will you have a life, you'll make a living, right? So. Um, but, I uh, Facebook it's facebook.com slash Marvin John Taller. That's my Facebook page. And, um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm around, um, I work with this group in New York. We're called peak performance sciences. We have this free event coming up in New York city on April 18th. It's a Wednesday night. It's called the Cosmodrome. It's this interactive film and music experience, um, to help you get in the flow states um so i hope you you know you guys got families and stuff but you know live a little come to the city i'll come be in check the boston. i'll be running boston, that's marathon, boston huh? so yeah. that's that yeah. so i'm
0: gonna that i have get an excuse so you i'm got just gonna to tell excuse, you right now you're legit, you're but, legit.
2: we're gonna do another one but um but yeah so just marvintaylor.com come check me out i got a free i have my five things that can transform your life book it's free it's a little tip so. and then
0: we'll put all your info up on up on our website up on um, Facebook page All that crazy stuff That takes up Two all that.
1: TwoFitCrazies.com
0: See there you go Takes it, up all that noise It'll be there Find it yeah. well, That'll be awesome So we really appreciate You coming and talking With us today and, Tons of fun man And inspiring this world To get up Get moving Keep keep going And uh, do that one thing Do that one thing Find Absolutely. that one thing At a time Yep
2: That's what you gotta do Thanks guys Really appreciate so it So with,
0: uh, with that said I am Christine Conti And I'm Brian Prendergast And we are Two Fit Crazies And the microphone We are where it's at Peace